all the creativity needs to be out there. This is the Campus Report, where we sit down with a graduate from high school currently enrolled in college, giving them the chance to talk about what they're studying and what it's like transitioning from high school into college, and what it might take for them to choose small-town America as their adult destination. Stay with us for this episode of the Campus Report. Hey, welcome back. This is the Campus Report, uh, episode number, I don't remember, uh, with uh, someone that I've wanted to get in this room for quite some time now. Um, the, the uh, Alfred, a.k.a. Albert Pavlinek. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? Excellent. Oh, that's good to hear. That's sweet. <laughs> it's your show. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, let's do this. Uh, you are in go- getting ready to start your second year at college, yes? Yes, correct. So you graduated in 2017? Yes, the golden the golden year for Oh, us. was that the golden year? Yes. <laughs> Do tell. Uh well, you know, to me, I think the senior year was uh one of the best years. Like junior and senior years, that was like the best for me for high school. Why? Uh well I was I kind of at that point I didn't really I don't know, I shouldn't say I didn't care what people thought of me because it's like I just wanted to like have fun for like the rest of like the high school type of thing. Um, so forget learning. I'm done with that stuff now. We're going to have fun. <laughs> no, no, not even like that. It's like, oh, I'll still learn and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. When I was like, <laughs> I'll still, still learn. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> it's whatever. You know, it's whatever. But no, uh, like, I don't know. Like when I moved from Las Vegas to Millbank. When was this? Oh, this was fourth grade. Mm. Yes, this was. A very interesting time in my life. I literally spent half my life in Vegas and half my life in Millbank. Like, I moved here when I was nine, and I got the stigma of, oh, that's the Vegas kid. You know oh. what I mean? Like, this, like, out-of-town kid. And so... Did that help you in school? Or did uh, it cause you to be an outcast? I felt, at first, I thought I was going to be, like, an outcast because I didn't know what these types of kids were here. Like, I was just thinking, like, redneck type of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's none of those in Vegas. No, none at all, yes. Like, I didn't know what to expect, though. And so I showed up, and I thought, like, in my fourth grade mind, I'm like, I'm going to be the coolest kid here. Oh, and then I came here, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, these are just like, it's, I don't know. It was it was pretty different from what I thought of, like, uh, I don't know why I thought of, like, the redneck thing. I was like, oh, you know, South Dakota, what's that, you know? <laughs> And because I thought originally, originally we were supposed to move to Ortonville. So Whew, good thing you didn't quite make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, a whole lifetime away. And we I, sure wouldn't be here today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's not true, listeners. That's not true at all. Yes. Let's not trash talk. No, small town America is where it's at. Exactly. So, um, but no, I've, I've enjoyed Millbank though for, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I can't think of really, really anything negative for like. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like every town you're in, you'll kind of like get negative stuff, but you know, I can't really think of anything like the youngsters these days. I call them youngsters, <laughs> but they're like freshmen and stuff like that. <laughs> like when I see them around town it's and stuff. Snappers. Exactly, these youngsters and they uh I don't know, I just see them go around town and stuff and I think, "Oh, these hooligans." And then I think, "Wait wow. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was that in their shoes. I was in their like foot. They are in my footsteps now. So now it's like, 
I'm just letting them have Milbank, kind of. <laughs> just wait till you get to be nearly 40. Uh, what? That's a little different. <laughs> no, you're like 28. Oh, Come totally. On. That's right. Yes, yep. exactly. Uh-huh. But no, yeah, so I... Uh... Here's a gold button for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what, though. No, from moving from Las Vegas to Milbank, though, I think it was a good transition. I feel like a Milbank kid now, though. Well, at nine, you almost you almost would, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you... Um, the friends you made that first year... Are you still friends with them now? Uh, most of them, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the first person that I really met like at Cook Elementary was uh, Caleb DeBoer, and we mm. still talk to each other till this Is day. Is he a year ahead of you? No, right? we, uh, we graduated the same year. Yeah, we, uh, we both went to DSU, actually, for the first year, and I think oh, he's going- right. So you were right. <laughs> you didn't you weren't as friendly to us then. I say us like I'm the Pope. Yes. <laughs> Not us. Believe me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, you weren't there. No, we had to we had to chase you down later. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, who else was in that in that class that you that, oh. that you remember from early on in your from life early here? on? I remember uh, a year below me, my next door neighbors, Morgan Selcher and Ramsey Weber. They were they helped me. Like uh, I was so. I don't know. I was I was pretty awkward. I'm still pretty awkward today. I'll admit that. But um, <laughs> I like my mom said, oh, there's like some neighborhood kids, you know, like they're just a grade below you. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't want to go outside. This is I don't know where to go. Like when I had my bike, I said, oh, do I just go up and down the street? Because, you know, Vegas, you know, just don't go too far. Mm-hmm. So my mom said, if you hit a cornfield, just turn around. <laughs> That's literally what she said. So. I take that. I I took that and I I went around town, you know. But uh, yeah. I I didn't. I made sure not to stray too far. Obviously, I was still thinking in my head, this is all a game. This is a trap, mm-hmm. you know. But I, <laughs> um, yeah. I met them and we were friends then. And then I don't know. Basically, like as the years went on, my grade kind of like accepted me, or like my class mm-hmm. kind of accepted me, type of thing. And uh, by the time of high school, it's like I just tried to be like you friends were with everybody. from Melbank. Basically, good. Yes, exactly. How was high school? Oh, high school! I tell you, the freshman year. I'll go. I'll transition through here. Freshman year, I thought, oh, this is a piece of cake. You know, just oh, these classes. Oh, I thought people said this was going to be harder type (laughs) of thing. So sophomore year, I was thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be this is going to be so easy. And then it hit me like a Mack truck. I tell you what. It like I think t- to me honestly, sophomore year was the worst year. Just I wasn't um paying attention to the grades that much. Like I uh I was in football and track, and then I just had I think two jobs at the time. So I uh I was worried about that stuff and kind of like friends type of thing instead of like school stuff. So that kind of really affected me so junior i told myself like i'm gonna get back on this horse basically did you have encouragement say from um people at home that were like albert (laughs) (laughs) yes you need to get back on the horse pretty much yeah they were just like my parents they uh they supported me and they were just like yeah we know and you're failing no they're like we we know you have to have fun you know you're you're like a teenager but you know do do get do a good job in school. I I'm not saying like I was like really bad in school, mm-hmm. like but it's just like I wasn't what like I could be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I turned that right around exactly. by the time of your junior year. Then it's all free sailing, right? 
Exactly. I, uh, I took harder classes junior year and that kind of just challenged me to do it. And so I, uh, yeah, junior and senior year that really, those were the golden years for me for high school. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like from high school to college with the differences and stuff, I could already tell that college is a whole lot better than high school. Uh, not because of like people wise. It's like, I love the people back in Millbank, but, and, uh, the new people that I met at DSU, uh, they're very good people too. Like there's some interesting people and I've met a whole lot of people and, uh, I'm hoping to meet a whole lot more whole lot this more. year. Yes. So oh, you will we'll get into this, but you have an interesting role this year, correct? Yes. You have a job. Yes. Are you like the dorm dad? I'm going to be the <laughs> dorm dad, exactly. I get to babysit all the freshmen. Oh. And you'll be a sophomore? I'll be a sophomore, yeah. Well, that's kind of fascinating. I know, right? Hey, you've been here a whole year. Come here. Exactly. <laughs> I tried to go for this position during freshman year, too. That's the thing. Like it was, There was an open spot, so halfway through the semester, I was like, I'm going to try for this. Maybe, I don't know, I was a part of a Higby Hall Council. Like The Higby Hall was the dorm I was living in. Okay. So there is a hall council and I was the president of it, president of it. So I was thinking Did you get like an airplane and stuff. I, I wish oh. like if that yeah. was part of the contract, I haven't seen it yet, but I don't know. I always try to like say, Hey, I should get some entrance music or something like that. And so, uh, you could have a band that just follows you. Exactly. That's a good idea. <laughs> yep. That sounds like something I need actually just every day. They're actually going to follow a live me in here. soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to come in the studio any second now. I'm sorry, they're late, but uh, uh, they are late. <laughs> hey guys, what are you? Oh, nothing. We're just the score. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Hey guys, you can go away. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, yeah. So I was the hall president, and I decided, hey, I I should try out for this RA thing because room and board is for free. So, really? Mm -hmm. So if you have some responsibility, then they reward you. Exactly. And uh, I really liked my RA and a couple of the uh, other RAs. Room so, assistant? What's RA? Resident assistant. Oh, close. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Oh, is this school. like an assisted living facility? <laughs> basically, yes. Yes, for all the residents. We call them residents, so that's basically that, yeah. You have to live on in, in a dorm first, at least first one year, right? I think it's the first, the, two? the first two years, but the second year you get to live... You get to be the RA. Yes, exactly. Or you can kind of live off campus. There's this place called the Courtyard, which is like across the street from the campus. And it's basically kind of apartment styles, but okay. like smaller. And then uh, if you get a really, if you get really lucky, there's these eight plexes, which are basically apartments and they're just down the road. And every, it's basically an apartment building, but every apartment building has an RA also. Hmm. Yes, so I got assigned to the fire hall, which is first year resident experience. So that means I have to be in a freshman hall. Fire hall. So you're like going out on fire calls when they happen? Oh, yes. I mean, I was so confused as a freshman uh, looking at the pamphlet. Like, what's this fire thing? Is it like a fire, <laughs> fire drill? Department? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. Now, you DSU, Dakota State University. That's in Madison, South Dakota. Yes. Which is, is it about an hour north of Sioux Falls? <gasps> Is it that far or not quite? It's about an hour, yeah. Okay, and and closer to the Minnesota border. Yes, it's about like I think tw uh, 12, 15 miles. Okay, so about where we are from mm. the border. Exactly. The, the border and go south. Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> There's so, just a bunch of cornfields in the way you'd have to drive through if you did that. Yes, exactly, yeah. So. That's pretty much all of South Dakota. Not saying anything bad about South Dakota. No, I love it. nothing. Small towns, yes. 
Small town America, everybody. <laughs> Small town. Hold on. Small town America. Um, that was amazing. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> you went to, uh, sorry, you're going for what? Film and cinematic arts. Ooh. Yes. Uh, how long has that been a thing for you? Um, well, my junior year, I started, um, well, I had this media class with Mrs. Nancy Polly. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's amazing. And <laughs> what was that for? We ding the bell for important things. <laughs> oh, there we go. I love it. So I had a media class, and so it was uh, Alex Papowski, Brianna Schurz, and Austin Schulke. All four of us decided to do uh, Bulldog School Network. Ah, yes. Yes. Ryan Schurz before did Bulldog Sports Network, so we decided to keep the same type of thing, but just for the entire school. Bulldog what? Bulldog School Network. Ah, and that is now defunct, correct? Basically, yeah. We were going to try to, I don't know. I was hoping that it would like, keep going, but I don't think uh, anyone's really interested. Not saying it's a bad thing, but I don't think anyone is like interested in the uh, filming type of thing. Well, that's sure s- sad, shall we say? Yeah, that's kind of sad. I'd like to see more people do film stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I... It's like, yeah, it's a career where it's like, oh, I want to get that spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just l- love seeing videos. Doesn't matter if it's from like a competitor or from myself. It's like I just love seeing videos and films and stuff. So all the creativity needs to be out there. Yes, and 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 encouraged. Yes, exactly. At some level. Um. So was that a something of your doing? Like you had the. It was your idea to start this thing? It was kind of, um, uh, like Brianna kind of. I'm John Cena. You can't see me. I got armbands. I got action figures. 15 time world champion. You can't see me. My time is now. Uh, hey, John, where's Albert at? What you talking about? Hi there. Sorry about the little mix up with my friend John. This is Bulldog School Network. We'll show you great content, some news, and some funny skits. Stay classy and have a great day. So this is the welcome from the Bulldog Sports Network on YouTube. If you do the searching of YouTube for the Bulldog School Network, there are a massive 26 subscribers currently. Yes. That video viewed 105 times. Probably nice. 99 of it was from me. <laughs> Double checking. Yes, exactly. Excellent. That was amazing. I didn't know you were about to play that, so that, that <laughs> meme just hit me in the face, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> every time I see that video, I just think of myself like, what, what were you guys thinking? Because that was kind of, we were all thinking, we, we need like an intro mm-hmm. type of thing. And so I I believe I bought the John Cena outfit, and we're like, we're just going to use something with this. And so- we just had a good time. We, it was kind of like the whole idea of it kind of was from Brianna Schurz. She, um, uh, like uh, Reed Hartman and I tried to do the Bulldog Sports Network, uh, I think a, the year before, mm-hmm. I, because I think Ryan was leaving. So we asked him for permission if we could do it. And then when we did it, it just wasn't up to par, basically. 
Like we didn't really have any experience with that type of stuff. Right. So it kind of got shut down. And then the next year, Brianna was like, let's just like all do this since we were in the Mm -hmm. same class. It's like, let's just do like a, there's a whole, like a school type of school cast type of thing, which I've always kind of wanted to do, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) this was uh, released December 9, 2016. Yes. This is the, I think the latest video. From, and it's called Politalk. Politalk. I would personally consider myself a Democrat, and so therefore during this, this is last your friend Alex I was in support of Hillary Popowski. Clinton. Just didn't really like Donald Trump for who he was as a person. <laughs> so, um, the swamp. I personally, I believe that <laughs> who uh, who produced this? You? Um, uh, it was kind of uh Alex. Kapowski, myself, and Sean Stemsrud. I believe Sean, yeah, he helped with that. Um, because Did Rebecca Tusher do much of this, or was she already gone by then? Um, for this video, she was already gone. Okay. Because this was during my senior year, mm. so for uh, BSN for then, it was Sean, uh, Alex, and I. So Austin, he didn't have the class, so he was out. Right. So it was just the three of us. And so we figured, for this video at least, the election was around that time, mm-hmm. so... You figure, hey, what if we show people what some high schoolers think about? Was there any pushback from the school, or did they give a rip as far as the admin? No, as long as like we were, you know, pretty. Did you ask? Yes, like we uh, we talked to Mrs. Polly and Mr. Snaza, and so we were good with it. Every video on BSN we had to go through, and uh, I think. I think it was like at least two teachers and Mr. Snaza had to watch it just to make sure it was like family school friendly. appropriate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this was just a, like a little, a fun video just talking about politics. I'd say fun because we tried seven to, minutes long. Yeah. Y- yes, exactly. We, uh, we knew it was going to be longer because everyone had like points that they wanted to get through. So we, in between, like we put like little funny stuff, like right there. When <laughs> Wagner. Ben Wagner <laughs> saying drain the swamp. Oh, we're going to build the wall. <laughs> and I think that we can learn that we can't always predict get how what you things want. are going to happen. Because yes. Oh, production note. The lighting on this video is absolutely stellar. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, hot top end, I haven't seen much better in, out of Hollywood. Oh, thank you so much. We, like, there was... All the places, election day morning, November 8th. I like Alex, but he's riveting in this. In this. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know. That's it's great. Like... I love it that they had the courage, really. Yeah. But, but see, at that point, now this will get into politics a little bit, just with you in college now. Yeah. At that point, it was not as taboo to hold an opinion on either side. Yeah. It was still, everyone still thought Trump, haha, jokester, no chance. Yeah. Most of America thought that was, well, most of the media thought that was the case. Pretty much, yeah, from what I've seen at least. <clears throat> and so at this point, there wasn't a lot of hate for having an opinion. Soon as that happened, it changed. Yes, the tides have turned basically. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so this may not, may not be received prop the same way now as it would have been then you could say that yeah for sure okay. because like now i think if we did a video like this it would definitely be more heated maybe for some mm-hmm. because we tried for what we tried to do was 
we tried to get a democratic and re- like republican type of uh uh position yes exactly mm-hmm. high schooler to like kind of tell their thing and then an independent and i think somebody that didn't really like didn't know. give a rip yeah exactly <laughs> so, what politics politics exactly but no yeah so we tried doing that and i don't know like i haven't seen that video in such a long time actually this ben harstad who has actually uh been on another show that i do uh and he's fascinating he's a fun kid to talk to so he'll be he'll be on the the why bill millbank podcast network more there we i like go. trump because he's putting america first <laughs> and he's trying to read another it. production note <laughs> that is dynamite <laughs> And then we'll move on. But as he's holding the microphone, um, there apparently wasn't the thought to remove the mic holder, the mic clip, the shock mount that actually holds it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it's yeah. fantastic. I love it because that is supposed oh, to go yeah. on the yeah, like yeah, the boom. Yeah, is that what you- which which is endearing. Like it's really fun to watch that because it shows that you can still put out a fun product without having to make everything just absolutely pristine. Yes. And it's cool. So from this, this was the end of 2016. You graduated five months later, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, at this point in December, did you know, well, probably it was before that, but around that time, did you know that film was where you wanted to go? Yes. I, I think... A little, I think a couple months after this, I got my acceptance letter from DSU. So I I pretty much knew like from junior year on that I wanted to do film, mm-hmm. but I didn't know exactly where I wanted to do it. Okay. So I figured DSU it has a cheaper tuition. It's close enough to home where I can go home if I need to, mm-hmm. but far enough away where I don't come home like every weekend, you know? I just wanted a good middle ground type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's perfect. And it's between Brookings and Sioux Falls. So if I need any big city living, then I go there. Because you need that. Yes, exactly. What if I want to <laughs> go to one of the the Century movie theaters? What if I want to see the new movies, you know? The Madison movie theater, like it's a, it's kind of like Millbanks, you know? It's like the small, it's the small town movie theater. Madison even though it's a college town, it's it's a small town. It's only got 7,000 people in it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... I'm taking baby steps here from where I'm living. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so the digital arts and, and design, film, and cinematic arts. Uh, it says on the interweb from the dsu.edu... Yes. Um, from the camera to the lighting and sound, film and cinematic arts will teach you essential techniques for video and film production. Um, you're going into year two. Mm-hmm. Did you do any of that in year one or is it all preliminary? I did stuff? generals for the most part, okay. except for one class intro to digital storytelling, which was pretty neat. It, um, we basically just had, uh, our assignments were to make like little short films or to make storyboards type of thing. Why did they call it to digital storytelling? Because, uh, through video. Okay, so th- this was designed to be on screen. Somewhere. Exactly, okay, yeah. Right. So you weren't writing papers or... Mm-hmm, okay. Exactly. And I, uh, I've i made, I think, on my YouTube channel, The Average Burt. Uh, the Average Burt. Sorry, that's some self-plugging right there. Uh, hey, you know, you're allowed to. <laughs> this show is dedicated to you, Alfred. Oh, man. Okay. It's an average guy making above-average videos. And it's uh, Burt with B-E-R-T. 
Mm-hmm. Not not Burt Reynolds. I've had to tell that to people. And I just love that because that's the first Burt I think of, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> so. And you, uh, this five, oh no, hey, never mind. Two weeks ago. Stacy's real life. It's just so real. I look like a bug. To put some detail in this little vlog, we're going to a Harry Styles concert tonight in Minneapolis. No. Sorry, Paul. St. Paul? Okay. Sorry. They're different. Yes. Same thing. <laughs> I've been told. It's a four-hour drive. It's, it's pretty nice outside right now, but this is like a year in the making. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. She's amazing, isn't she? Excellent, yeah. <laughs> so, Harry Styles, who is this? Harry Styles, he, uh, well... He was a part of a band called One Direction. Okay. Mm, See, so, this show is my age. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a boy band, and um, they broke up, but Anna, my girlfriend, she, Anne, she absolutely adores One Direction, so we had to get tickets. She loves Harry Styles. She, did he do like, One Direction hits? What's that? Did he do One Direction hits? Yes, he did, actually. Did you rock out to, the, to, to One Direction the whole trip? Basically. <laughs> Where? Uh, so this actually, this is the uh, the vlog on the average Bert YouTube channel. Uh, the most current. It was uploaded July 16, 2018. Yes. There's a couple people there. Yeah, just just slightly, you know, it's whatever. Like it was like a small town thing. It's whatever. It's just St. Paul. It's neat. It's fine. It's pretty. It's not Minneapolis. Yeah, exactly. It's if it was Minneapolis, I probably would have cared more. No, I'm just kidding. No, that place no. is packed. <laughs> I um I bought. Was like, it a, a sold out show? It it basically was. Like if it wasn't, then I'd be surprised. It was. That was my first actual like concert experience. Like I went to Leonard Skinner when I was a kid. With my parents, but I was a kid, so mm-hmm. I didn't really get the whole concert type of thing. So this was the actual first indoor concert type of experience. You say when you were a kid. What are you, 19? Yes, I am 19. There you go. So when I was a kid, like uh <laughs> Leonard like Skinner, six. were they even around? It was a tribute band back then. Still. <laughs> Sadly, yes. But uh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, well. I mean, from what I remember, it was awesome, but there was thousands and thousands of screaming girls at this concert. So it's well, okay, you guys are. So you went and saw Harry Styles, the X One Direction guy, then on the same vlog. Yes. Uh, you went to a wrestling show? A wrestling? One of those shows with the grapplers? <laughs> How was that? Oh, it was amazing. But so this was in Sioux Falls? Yes, this was in Sioux Falls. We literally raced back after Saint, Harry's... Like, back no. to back? Like, uh, we stayed the night in St. Paul, and then in the morning we came back to Sioux Falls. We yeah. almost missed, like, we came back at four. We were... No, we came back at five, and... That was the scream. We came back at five, <laughs> and we were, we tried to be there at six. 
So we just came in the nick of time. So was this a televised event? A televised mm -hmm. Raw? Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. What was that? Exactly. Monday Night Raw. That's what I thought. I love it. Oh, uh, what's this? An outhouse? Yep, a party. So this, potty. At, the, at the five minute mark, some large gentleman, which I guess they probably all are large, is dragging out an outhouse. Is someone in the outhouse? Yes. And he's doing what? He was hiding from the <laughs> large man. <laughs> that was a bad idea. So what did you think about that production level? So, you know, go, going back to your job that you want to do as you, uh, as you grow up watch and turn into an adult. You should watch that little transition. I want to see what you think. Uh oh, sorry. We're going back to the five minute and 15 second mark. Oh, that's just a little, that's a little thing. I'm just trying to test out transitions. So did you do that and you actually went fast enough by the mic, you got the whoosh? Um, no, that, um, that was a sound <laughs> I found online. Yes, yes. You went yes. Right, right by the mic, right? Exactly, yes, that's what I did. This is yeah. professional, real Hollywood movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Theater of the mind. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you're in that level. When you saw the WWE Raw event, mm -hmm. was it produced pretty cool? It was. Or did it feel kind of lame? Well, they did it very smartly, like in a smart way, because uh, the they have a hard cam on the opposite side that we were at. So uh, we were we could have been on TV if we were down lower, but they obviously have like their cameramen on the sides and stuff of the WWE ring. Mm -hmm. But they don't really show the side where the hard camera's at because that's mostly not filled with people. So they basically oh. jam-pack people on <clears> the <throat> other side. So it's interesting seeing, like, when you go to an actual WWE event than just seeing it on TV. On TV, it looks, like, just packed. Yes. And then when you go to the actual event, it, it's still pretty filled, mm -hmm. but at the same time, they put more of the people on the other side to make it look type of right, thing. Right, right. And then they have, like, all the... Uh, the crane cameras and stuff like that to basically get all the action. And I don't know. It, it's, it's amazing. Uh, just seeing what they did beforehand, we were sitting in the stands and stuff uh, b before the show, obviously, and just seeing how they're racing back and forth. And there was, was a, it like prep? Like they were like pregame warm up, warm up stuff. Basically. Yeah. That's before, crazy. before the actual event there, they like tape a show for like a, for like a Wednesday show type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, to me, it's like, yeah, that's taping for another show, but it's kind of like testing everything out yep. for the yep. actual show. So that was cool. And then I remember during the one of the matches, one of the cameramen fell backwards and like, like held their camera, like they made sure that sucker did not hit the floor. <laughs> and we, uh, we were just laughing at him because it's like he was laughing, he was having a good time, and his buddy right next to him who was like feeding him the lines mm -hmm. and stuff, they were they were just laughing and they were just like making fun of each other and we could see it and it didn't really distract us, but like since, you know, like I kind of like observe a lot of things and not saying like I'm high and prestigious and I, I notice everything, but no, like I saw it like it was by off chance I saw that, but like I definitely had an eye on them like from then on be being like, Oh, I wonder what like they actually do. Like if they like talk to each other and just seeing that type of situation, you know? Yeah. I have a hard time going to a, a live event and not focusing on the production mm -hmm. people more than the actual show. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. that's the th I mean, it's the thing I do and I prefer, <laughs> I prefer to be behind the board than to, you know, just attend. I get you. And, and uh, even watching movies now or TV shows, I'm always going, Hmm, 
Yes. So where's that where's that camera at? How'd they get that shot? How'd they get the pullback? How do they make it look like you look up into the mirror and you're not looking at a camera? You know, it's just it's cool stuff. Yeah, it's honestly since I've been into it kind of ruins stuff, movies. <laughs> literally does. And then I always try to guess the plot mm. or like where it's going. And my girlfriend and she uh Every time we watch a movie, she always says, oh, this might happen. And she's doing it more and more now. Mm-hmm. And she literally looked at me one time and said, like, because yeah, of thanks you. Thanks to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to, like, find out what's going to happen before it actually happens. <laughs> and I try to turn that off, especially mm-hmm. for, like, really dumb movies, like, dumb action-y movies. Right. Like, Rampage. I just saw that. I uh, The one with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah, quality who, right there. Yes. Who is my idol? I love him. He is amazing. But, uh... <laughs> Okay, keep going. Yes, but uh, yeah, Rampage. It's a it's like a dumb, actiony movie. Like it it's marketed as that. It's if they try to market it. That's my yeah. guy right there. Why don't you walk down, jump in this ring, and let the Rock take that trombone and shove it up all three your candy ass. <laughs> That's my guy right there, <laughs> wrestling. It always goes back to wrestling. I tell you, uh, were you? Uh, you would have been maybe. When did you move here? Uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, okay, so you might not have cared. Um, there was a period of time where The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, it was right after Obama got elected. Okay, he played The Rock Obama. Yes, on SNL. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, he sounds just like him. It has a similar look, and it was phenomenal. Oh, I remember. So look, look it up. It's great because Obama's on SNL, and then something goes. He's got to get ragey. Okay, goes yeah. off camera. The Rock comes out, and he's the Rock Obama. It's hilarious. Kind of like Hulk's out, but rocks out. Yeah, I basically. think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he. It's yeah. Anyway. Okay, I'll I'll look into that though. You see that guy? Mm-hmm. When I was young, <laughs> was kind of a. I kind of liked The Rock back then. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. okay. The people's elbow. Oh, yes. The people's elbow. I mean, this is back yes. when, <laughs> back, uh, back before you were even a, a twinkle. Literally, though, yeah. Like, I've had to catch up on wrestling. Uh, like, I have DVDs and stuff. I think I'm pro wrestling's such... a joke. However, mm-hmm. it's kind of humorous. Now, if you go back in time, I did uh, some research a couple years ago on Millbank mm-hmm. and down at The Odd. Okay. They had pro wrestling. Really? They brought it in almost yearly, I think. Oh, okay. The Kiwanis Club would sponsor it. Really? They had a full-on real pro wrestling like <laughs> event. <laughs> Big deal. One of the old guys I talked to back then, he said, "Yeah. It was crazy because they'd be up up on, you know, on in the ring, hate each other, fighting rah rah, they go down and they're playing cards having the best time. They're best friends." Yeah. Then, you know, <laughs> exactly. He said one one time the promoter came down to get one of them cuz they had to go up and fight. And they were in the middle of a card game. He says, hold on, we've got to finish our game. <laughs> so they finished the game, then went up and hated each other. Yes. And slammed them through the floor. It's like, I definitely know the behind the scenes type oh, man. of stuff. And it's like, every time I watch it, it's not like how I watch it thinking it's like UFC or something like that. Right. I watch it like a TV show. Yeah, because you know it's, I mean? it's entertaining. Exactly. And that's cool. Yeah. See, like if I was diehard, just like it's still real to me that type of thing, it's just like, I feel like that'd be a little bit too much, but since I know what it is and how, like, what type of entertainment mm-hmm. it is, I feel like that's fine for me. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I always thought of, too, kind of, like, with this film stuff, like, oh, what if they're, like, what if I do 
do like a WWE camera work type of thing or you know, the production. Is type that of something thing. you would do? I would do that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's just so um, how they do everything um, on the screens and stuff, and seeing mm-hmm. their production people like we were right across from them. So I was seeing they're running back and forth, and it, to me, it's like what what are they doing? Right. You know, it kind of reminds me of the basketball games at uh, Millbank High School mm-hmm. when I was running the board there and the different cameras and that yes, type of thing. Yeah. It's basically the same thing, mm-hmm. but instead of Scaled like the basketball. Hugely. Com- exactly. Yeah. It's uh, I know, I think I watched an interview thing one time when the producer there, he like, I saw like a back, like behind the scenes background shot of like the screens and stuff mm-hmm. that they're all seeing. There's just a, like a trailer <laughs> full of screens and mm-hmm. it's like, you got to, determine which camera angle since it's all live and it's kind of like any yeah. sports type of thing too yeah like with football basketball it's like you got to choose the right scene at that right moment type of thing if you uh want some fascination go search the interweb for the behind the scenes of the production of the super bowl that was in minneapolis this okay. last year, and that is insane the amount of trucks i think i want to say i could be wrong i may be at zero off but there was either 300 or 3,000 people that had to support just the production of oh, that event. Wow. I want to say it was 3,000. Anyway, they had their own catering tents. They had tons of vehicles that were strictly dedicated to production. That's insane. I think there are over 70 cameras on the f- pointed at the field in the stadium that they have to manage. It's like it doesn't surprise me, but that's yeah. still a lot when you think about it. But the, the idea of a live production in the film world is that, I mean, is that as e- as high of interest to you? Or is it still the kind of feature film concept that you're driving toward? Like for like what I'm looking forward to yeah. in the future? Okay. Um, so for me, I kind of, my main thing when I was a junior was like, I want to be in films. Like I want to win Oscars, that type of thing. <laughs> and it's good to have high goals like that. But now since I've been into it kind of a little bit, I won't say I'm really experienced, but if I do like TV shows or commercials or online advertising or anything that can kind of get my foot in the door mm-hmm. and to give me a chance to get higher type of thing. Um, I'll like, I'd love to like do it. You know what I mean? I probably won't want to do online advertising or commercials forever, but at the same time, it's a, for right now, uh, it'd be a good chance for me to like get more experience right. because there's so many people out in the world right now that are going for film stuff and like uh, YouTubers, you know, uh, there's kids nowadays, like literally kids I've seen. And it's like they have these awesome YouTube channels and it's just like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like a big, bigger field, you know. But um, yeah, I if I do see myself or I do see myself doing film someday, hopefully. And if not. If as long as I'm in some type of capacity in film or video, then I'll be fine. If I'm making good money doing it too, then that's a that's a plus. That's a plus. Exactly. You're not a purist necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, I uh, as you could see right there, I have a 200 chicken nugget video, chicken nugget video what challenge. What is that? Video. We had four, four of us including myself, it, uh we had 50 chicken McNuggets each. What? We're getting the nugs. For what? We're doing a 200 nugget challenge! Yeah. <laughs> ah! 
You just headbutt oh, the camera. He he hit oh. me with the no, phone. This fool oh. just messed up. This fool just You're messed fine. up. And hit me in the face. Colin, what do you think about that? I think you should focus on the pain of that so you're not thinking about the pain of eating 50 nuggets. You're right. Dude, I just helped you. So with that, we <laughs> it's literally like a 20-minute video. I was just going to cut it out to the best parts, but I figured I'm going to speed up like whatever, like the in-between when we're just eating. So we wanted to try to see who would eat the 50 nuggets the fastest. My friend AJ won with like 10 minutes. And you mean it took him 10 minutes to eat 50? Exactly. And the world record, I think, is like four minutes. So we... Yeah, wow. Yeah, exactly. And um, so I finished second with like, I think, 12 minutes. And then my friend Colin, I can't remember. No, I think he didn't... Huh. I don't know. Okay, no, he didn't finish, but Trevor finished. Trevor Schmidt was actually from Milbank. He's on the way right in the video. So you each had five boxes of ten. Yes. So, at what box did you start going, okay, I'm done? I think at a at the tail end of, like, 20, because I think it, yeah, I, honestly, I, I didn't eat anything that day except for a muffin because I had, okay, this is funny, actually. So I had to do this skit called the muffin man which is actually on the channel too <laughs> for my intro to digital storytelling class this is all wrapping up this is amazing mm -hmm. but uh yeah so what we had to do was i was basically a muffin addict so i ate a whole muffin mm -hmm. that was in the morning and i didn't eat anything because i'm like i need to be ready for this nugget challenge so yeah about box 20 to 30 around there i was like maybe this was a mistake because we originally were going to do 100 nuggets each. Each? Each. And then I looked at the nutrition. <laughs> no, you can't do that when you do an eating challenge. There were so many people coming up to me saying, you can't do this. Like, you will pass. Like, you wouldn't know. This is, you're not going to be doing this. I mean, because chicken nuggets from McDonald's are not chicken. No, it's not <laughs> I good. I mean, it's a chicken-like substance. But it's not and real. a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, exactly. Filled Deep with a whole fried bunch of in McDonald's something in all the grease. <laughs> McDonald's little glory, I don't know. <laughs> this was literally in the like the first floor lobby. That's a minute fifteen in. Now you're at eleven minutes. What was the next one to finish? Myself. I think it was around the 12 minute mark because I, we were on the last box together, mm -hmm. but he finished it before me. And so at that point I kind of gave up and I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to take my time because I know I'm going to be the next one to finish. So I told them too, like we, we got to do it again sometime. Got to beat our records. Get our beat our PRs. We uh, I don't know. So it, the nice clean lines of the dipping sauce you have laid on the table are pretty nice. Yes, thank you. Did uh, did McDonald's question you at all as you guys came in to order these? Honestly, it was a whole lot easier than I thought. Really? The day before, or no, it was like two days before. I called and I just wanted to see if it'd be possible because I called a month earlier and I was like, "Hey, it's four hundred chicken chicken nuggets. Is that possible?" And they said, "Yeah." 
And I said, okay, I'm going to make sure with everyone first. I'm not ordering it. You know, I just want to make sure. So we kind of like, oh, well, let's not do it. And then we're like, let's do 50. Mm-hmm. So I called them and they're like, okay. And so I went in and because they're like, okay, you're going to have to order it in person. So I like went there and. Oh, right. They're not going to cook it unless you're there to give them money. Exactly. Right. So like the day before I went there and the guy, like he didn't say anything. He's like, oh, what type of sauces you want? I'm like, really? You're not going to ask any questions? I'm like, I want all the sauces. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give me all of them, especially the Do Szechuan. they give two per box? Is that their standard? I think the standard, yeah, I think it's like two or three per box, but they gave us so much. It was a five-pound bag of sauce. So you would have had 40 packs, 40 packets. Yeah, it (laughs) was amazing. And the Szechuan sauce, that's when it came back. You know, like uh, you ever watch Rick and Morty? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Mm. uh, no, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that came back. So we're like, we have to have some of that too. So we got it. And then um, when I got there, when we actually when we got there it shows in the video um at the beginning kind of but we got there and it was 15 minutes later than we said we would and so they were like we thought you guys weren't gonna come oh no yeah and i was just saying like i'm so sorry honestly though i think it was like 67 dollars for 200 chicken chicken mcnuggets it was like 67 or 47 i'm not too sure but it's it's not too bad but there was a there was a or little chunks of poison, you betcha. Exactly. There was a deal. It was a uh, fifty nuggets for ten dollars, um, but it wasn't at the Madison McDonald's. Oh no! It was like in Sioux Falls or Brookings, and so we figured like if we drive there and back, you're gonna be cold, gonna make it right, and gas money. So mm-hmm. it's like let's just do it with this. So it's not. I mean. I try to post videos on my channel to try to give me more experience in film, but at the same time, I like doing stuff like this just mm-hmm. to like, I don't know. I like I, I like putting videos out there, like good quality content, like <laughs> 200 chicken McNugget <laughs> challenge. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I try to do more skits than anything because I like putting out a good story, but I don't know. Like with the Harry Styles and WWE vlog, I tried to mainly... I don't know. I was trying to ch- uh, just test out some stuff. I That was like a vlog from my you iPhone know, 8. So I wanted to see how the camera quality would be on there. Oh, type yeah. of thing. So it's kind of more a test thing. I'm like, oh, I'll just do a vlog since example, we're going. So. I didn't realize I wanted to be oh, in the man. film industry until I was a junior in high school. But that was then. And this is now. So I basically copied Vine. You know, Vine oh, yeah. compilations right there. Thanks for saving the street. Just, you know, but just, uh, like, trying to hide it from me, like, a little bit, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was amazing. What? There's a big button on the wall that says do not push, like, unless there's an emergency. Oh, and some no. guy leaned against it, and the whole building, like, we, we were about to, like, had to go out. <laughs> oh, my God, it's stuck. Yo, what happened to your face? So did you just go around and film random things and then just throw them into the timeline, or what was your thought with this? That was, like, I definitely wanted to do an update on like kind of college and also um i wanted to do an update on a movie that i'm trying to do uh which is like the working title right now is the silent i don't know have you seen like silent hartman's and silent mm-hmm. mills it's going to be the the trilogy like the finale of of the whole trilogy type of thing 
So there, I did an, like an interview a year before, and I was like, oh, it's going to come out like after my senior year, haha, that type of thing. So I basically said in this video, like, hey, don't listen to me. I'll let you know like when I'm done with it. Yeah. I will, like, I made a mistake saying it too early type of thing. So I want to put that in there, but I was like, well, I'm not just going to make that video. And so on Snapchat, I saved a bunch of photos and videos from the year so far. I'm like, oh, I'll just put like a progression of what's happened at college, basically. So I figured, hmm, how would I do that? There's a lot of vertical videos. Right. I'm like, oh, Vine, you know, I like yep. the Vine comps. I could put my logo and then everything like that. So I don't know. That's what I was kind of thinking and just kind of having a life update type of thing. Awesome. So you've been home since uh, June, is this correct? Um, I've been home since May, like the start of, no, the the end of April. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I know we came out like a month before the high school ended, which I thought was amazing. Mm. I was like, ha ha, you guys are still in school. <laughs> but then you said, eh, I got to go to work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you work at the local grocery, one of the local grocery stores? The grocery, yes. Hartman's Family Foods, where shopping is a pleasure. Indeed. Um... <laughs> And also on the uh, the face bag, it says you work at the K the um, KMSD. KMSD. Is this radio. true? Yes. What I, are you doing out there? Well, I I do the Sunday church services. Ah, yes. I did that years ago. Ah, there we go. Hey, hey, so, there it is. Hey, that, you got to ring the bell for that. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Yes, no. you're right. <laughs> give me give me a bell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but I do that, and then I do the baseball game commercials. Like, uh, I'll stay at the station mm. while Chad mm-hmm. Knowles is uh doing the announcements and then he'll just be like hey we'll be back in a minute back in 30 seconds exactly and we'll be back in a minute and a half uh, but people don't realize that's the cue to the guy back there to hit the proper number of ads literally yeah (laughs) and it's like it's amazing just being at the radio station because it's like you're just it's basically just the waiting game Mm -hmm. it's like yeah you do stuff on the computer but you gotta be listening exactly so it's like i could have stuff on uh like I could be working on stuff if I wanted to. Like sometimes I bring like a uh, a note a notepad or a notebook to write some script or movie ideas and stuff. But I always make sure to have like the volume up so I can hear Chad saying like, "Hey Albert, we'll be back in a minute" type of thing. Like exactly like that. Does so. he talk to you, like by name? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, you can't talk back, or you don't talk back. I I wish I could, but at the same time, I'd probably be like, yeah. And then just nothing. And I'm just like, all right, just keep going, you know. But no, I, uh, <laughs> no, he would be like, oh, yeah, Albert, he's helping us at the station. And every time he does, I'm just like, yeah, there we go. Got you my just pot up your there. mic and say, hey, I'm in. Oh, I should. I'm uh, out here. I'd probably <laughs> surprise him. Oh, man. The, the, uh, the, the unfortunate piece about that, and I, when I was there, it just wasn't wired properly. Okay. Because you couldn't. From the production side, from the producer, you couldn't send a one-way feed to the ears of the remote. When you did that, it went live. Yeah. So you could say, hey, you know, we're going to wrap, but the whole the whole broadcast would hear that. Oh, okay. And so that, okay. I mean, it's, and theoretically, that's what you want to be able to have a one-way communication. Mm-hmm. So then, the, you know, the, the producer can talk in the ear of the host without having the, everyone here. Yeah. Like, that's how all talk radio works. Yeah, what he does, basically, if, like, when we're wrapping up type mm-hmm. of thing, he'll just be like, hey, yep, we're wrapping up. Thanks for yeah. listening type of stuff. And then uh, usually, I don't know, uh, I did, I think, three days worth of uh, the tournament that uh, Big Stone won against Mobank. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so it was 
it was hilarious because of that Saturday, it was like Milbank versus Big Stone after Big Stone had already played. So I was thinking, okay, Milbank will win. I don't have to come in tomorrow. You know what I mean? And so Big Stone won. I'm like, cool. I get more hours. That's and fine with me. Broadcast <laughs> Big Stone game, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't mind at all. And then I don't know. Just the radio station. It's a cool environment. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I liked it when I was. I just didn't, ran out of time to do it. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a fun little side gig. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one of the reasons we have this room here, because I love broadcast. I just don't, I don't love the model, the old school model of an actual terrestrial radio station. I get what you mean. And so I like the idea of podcasts. We can do what we want. Time frames we don't have. We don't have like breaks you got to hit. And now top of the hour. <laughs> it's 4-11. And the 8-4th of the April, April, August 4, 2018. This, the Y Milbank Podcast Network. Oh my goodness! In Milbank, South Dakota. If you want it to be April, it can be April. You just, you just be wrong though. It's it's, ha- it's half a, half away from where we are. There we go. Exactly. I mean, it's eight August, so we can get there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh I appreciate goodness. your uh, your your uh, what's the word? Um, your permission you've granted. Thank you. Oh, I'll give you permission for about anything. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of something right now. I'll give you permit. <laughs> I'll give you permission to look at my videos. How about that? Hey, done. They're public. Yeah, they, they are public, yes. The average Bert. I'm just going to say the that. The average Bert on yeah. the YouTube. Oh, man. This is great. Let's, uh, let, let, let's, I'd say let's, uh, let's crush his subscriber feed, but I don't know if I want to put that out there because <laughs> it will really show who actually listens to this show. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you want that challenge, <laughs> don't have to go to, out there. Right? It's like, yeah, you can go do get it em. if you want. It's whatever, you know. Yeah. And then I have uh, my friends. Um, I think I have it on the side pretty neat channels or something like that. It's like something. What? Like uh, on the top there, to the right, right there. It's like Star Scraper. Oh, yeah. Saber Films and Star Scraper. Yes. What are they? They are my friends from college, actually. Oh, your new family. Yes, exactly. And uh. Are they any good? Wow. So they're gamers. Well, okay, so that's my friend Gage. <laughs> and so he has some gaming stuff, but he also has some he is a really good like videographer, honestly. He has a like he just released a video, I think, yesterday with him, like uh what was it? Like at a lake? Mm-hmm. Or something, and it, it's amazing. Just like uh, the the B roll, like the it's just everything. I honestly think like he is definitely like, a b- better videographer than me. Like he's had a lot of practice throughout the years. Yeah. So you can definitely see it in it. Called Boot Lake Views, Boot Lake Views, from the Star Scraper S C R A Y P E R. Yes. YouTube channel. He's got some more subscribers than you, so we have to beat him. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's the, the challenge average for everybody. Bert, we got to beat Starscraper. Sorry, Gage. <laughs> I like his style, though. Now, uh, did he come into the college game? Is he in the same grade you are? Yes. Okay, so he came already with, mm-hmm. with some, experience, some yeah. experience. Okay. Like before, I think he has a video that has like over a thousand views, and I think that's amazing. That's it's a, it's a, like my highest viewed is. Almost 400 uh, views. It's Haas Cops. It's mm. amazing. 
It's basically hall monitors that think they're cops. And, and that starred. Did that star anyone from town? Yes. Was that uh, Zach DeBoer? Was he in that one? No, I, I was in it. Justin Schweer, Derek Weinkoff, ah, yes. Ramsey Weaver, uh, Mrs. Sue Pauly. She was in there as a librarian. Ah, yes. That's yeah. um, uh, Shauna's mother, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen like ju- like that cast for a while. I should mm-hmm. say, like Justin and Derek every once in a while, and then Ramsey too. Ramsey's actually going to DSU as well. Oh, really? Yes. He uh, for never. Not, not that you would have to know. I just was curious. No, I get you. I I don't know. There's so many people that they tell me like what they're in, and I just don't know. Like the only person I could honestly probably tell you is my friend Colin, mm-hmm. who, uh, the Saber Films guy. He uh, he's a film and cinematic arts major too, and okay. that's the only reason why I know that, like his major type of thing. But yeah, it there's so many different stuff. Like people are like in cybersecurity type of thing there. It's that's a pretty like technical kind of college. Yeah, just got like donated millions of dollars. By mm-hmm. Denny Sanford, so that place is popping for sure. Yeah, totally. Ruckus. I don't know. having any issues. So okay. uh, the, uh, Albert Pavlenek, uh, the on the YouTube, the average Bert B E R T, on the Instagram. Ah uh, yes, Albert underscore yeah yes Pavlenek N A C, uh, and on the yellow ghost Snapchat um, Albs eight three four. Two. Yes. It's A L B S, so A pounds eight thirty two, yeah? Yes, exactly. Excellent. You, uh, you found eight. out. You <laughs> found it out. You found it out the secret message. Oh, shoot. <laughs> They're coming. Oh no. Um what uh any other ways people can get a hold of you or check you out and uh, that, do you do much on the face bag at all or are you mainly on these other avenues? Mainly Instagram. I uh I like posting a lot and stuff on there. I like do. I have more activity on Instagram than Facebook. Facebook, I don't know. I just feel awkward on Facebook, honestly, for some reason. But Instagram, it's like I like the whole idea of pictures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love just seeing the basically a snapshot of what people are either doing, uh, if they have an interesting subject or topic type of thing. Like there's some people who are like, hey, check out this blog type of thing. Like my uh, my cousin, she uh posted a blog thing but like a picture of it today or yesterday or something like that and i was like okay cool you know it's like a cool avenue to check stuff out and facebook i think it's just like just sharing funny stuff and then just sharing family type of things that's what i think facebook is just a more family type of thing so mainly instagram if you want to check out so you your content like your content flow comes out of instagram and youtube uh instagram and youtube yeah I uh like I share my YouTube videos on both, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, m- mainly my my main thing is the YouTube and Instagram. Instagram just for I don't know if you just want to. I'm not telling anyone to follow me on there or anything, uh, but 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 do. But if you want to, that that'd be pretty neat. But uh, but no, yeah, if you want to be considered part of the elite. <laughs> if you want to see the journey, the the beginnings of my journeys to. The films. Awesome. You could see the YouTube channel, though. Now, what do you think, if any, 
is the possibility that you would bring that career and base it in Milbank or a small town America? Well, realistically, realistically, um, I'm kind of looking forward to the West Coast type of deal. Um, I don't know where. Like that's kind of still like a little bit far out for me, but like I've been thinking about it quite a bit. Um, I'd like to move back to Millbank someday, maybe like if I'm gonna be retired type of thing, because I think it's a, I think it's a so nice. So never. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll always be working. <laughs> right, yes, right. but no, I uh, I feel like for film and type of thing, like on the West Coast, it's kind of more prevalent there, just more. Uh, there's a lot more avenues there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And yeah, there's some stuff in South Dakota and like, I believe there's small towns, you know, on the West coast that'll probably have a lot more too. But, uh, if it's like in Milbank, yeah. Um, with film, if I do want to stick with film and just strictly film, I don't think Milbank would be kind of like the best place for me. You know what I mean? Because, uh, unless I was like in a home office type of thing and they send me stuff, then definitely, you know, but uh, until that, I probably got to, like, prove my footing. Do, do you think if you ever got to the point where you were, uh, like, going out to do a job, then back to your, your home, like, is Millbank a community that you might consider as being that? Or is, is it kind of too far removed from the areas you think you need to be in? Uh, well, I think it depends. But, like, if there was a situation like that where I, if, like, I go out for, like, a, like two, three months and then come back, yeah, that would be perfect. Like, I have, like, a nice place around here. I love – the thing is, like, I love Millbank for, like, the people. Like, when you go around, you know, uh, the main thing that was, like, really weird to me was, like, how people just, like, say hi to each other randomly. Like, when you're driving, mm-hmm. you just, like, either lift your finger, you mm-hmm. know, that type of thing, or, like, just wave Point to the person. Finger. Exactly. Just, uh, yeah, not the not the middle one, not the bad one. Yeah, my <laughs> bad. I <laughs> That could have been bad right there. But, no, like, uh, just, like – interacting with people type of thing and just kind of like the the neighborly type of thing like my neighbors were amazing and um kind of just yeah just like the human interaction type of thing you mm-hmm. know and uh i do enjoy that there's some interesting characters here and uh yeah that's what i like about it so if i could stay i would is there something that you can p- put your finger on right now uh something that millbank as a community could do to be better I think, okay, so a thing that I I can think of right now, it's like maybe get some more like activity type of places or example. So let's say if we had, I don't know, like a miniature golf course or something just like, or I would say an outside pool, but like since, uh, since unity, we have unity square. Unity square is a great place. I think it has got like a lot of like, Stuff like pool, weight room, basketball type. Of, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. But if we had places like, let's say, mini golfing, or if we, I don't know, had like, I'm not going to say an amusement park, but you get what I mean. We just have a lot more avenue for like the kids and teenagers to play because otherwise the teens, they just cruise up and down Main Street. You know what I mean? It's uh, we, we waste, I mean, I've wasted a lot of gas just cruising. And the bowling alley is nice. The movie theater is nice, but I can't really think of like any more activities. It's kind of like you have to make your own fun around here. Mm -hmm. So if we had more 
I don't know, just uh, not businesses. I don't know what the right word is. Just a lot more, uh, a lot more, a lot more fun things to do. Like if, uh, oh, like if we had a not a bigger frisbee golf course, but like maybe just like redo it. Because I've seen like the frisbee golf course here, but like my like my friends and I would rather like go to La Bolt or mm-hmm. something for it. And like, is that because it's bigger? It has more area to go across. Kind of, yeah. In at Pribble, it's kind of yeah. just because there's not a lot of room. Exactly, and it's not the fault of like Pribble Park. It's a nice park. I love it. But um, I don't know if we like could revamp it or something, or I don't know, just like have more activities, get more stuff for stuff here for people to do type of thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, I don't know, it's like, uh, what do you want to do today? Let's just cruise. Let's just figure out what to do or go to Watertown. I was going to say, how much does Watertown draw? Uh, I say quite a bit. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I love the movie theater here, but it's like I've But. Yeah. They have a brand new one. In Watertown. With comfy chairs in Watertown. Exactly. And it costs more, but the experience is. Yeah, it's like I'm loyal. I'm loyal to this place, or I'm loyal to the Mill Theaters. Which hey, they have their seventieth. Is it seventieth? Seventieth. Seventieth. Tomorrow, August five, they're doing a free showing of the original, the very first movie that was ever shown. Yes. At that theater. Oh, I'm gonna yell. <laughs> Sorry, I have two keyboards here. I keep grabbing the wrong one. No, that's all right. Um, I think it's amazing what they're doing too. Showing the first movie ever. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be moving to uh, Madison. And you're not tomorrow. even gonna be here, are you? Exactly. Ugh, that's that's the worst part about it. <laughs> Honestly, because did you ever work there through through school? No, I just you, hung out you there quite one, a bit. You were oh, you were one of the the couch warmers. <laughs> yes, the freeloaders. Mm-hmm. I just keep I just take up space. That's all. The Mill Theater opened in August 1948 as the DeFay Theater. Uh, they're having a showing of the first ever movie played at the theater on an island with you, starring Esther Williams and R- R- Ricardo Montalban. Oh, that was beautiful. It will show at 2 p.m. and is free to attend. Oh, it's free? Free to attend. Oh, that's nice. Any former employees of the Mill Theater, if anyone hears this before that, any former employees of the DeFay or Mill Theaters are especially invited uh, because the goal is to take a group photo of them all. That'd be nice. So. Yeah, but. Yeah. Not saying anything bad about the mill theaters. Well, no, you know? <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. It is that mm-hmm. that small town theater. Exactly. And then uh, it has like, I don't know, the the restaurants there, people are always like, oh, you know, let's like go to B-dubs type of thing, you know. And even though it's like Speedway, like they have pretty good wings. And I don't know, just. There's a lot of people like, oh, let's go to Brookings, let's go to Sioux Falls type of thing. And so I get it, we're in a small town, mm-hmm. but, um, and like we might not have a lot of opportunities to, because I know they're going to build like the new elementary school, right? Well, the school board just passed that to do, uh, but now it has to be voted on by the actual taxpayers. Okay. So that will take place in September, early September. Okay. All and right. And then from there, one, if that passes by via the tax mm-hmm. payers, the people that will buy the thing. Um, then it, they go and figure out where they're going to put it. Okay. So the six, nearly $16 million bill they, they, uh, threw out there as a, as a quote does not include land. Okay. Hmm. So we'll yeah. see how it goes in September. There we go. But like stuff like that, where it's like mm-hmm. their priorities are the school mm-hmm. or the new hotel that's being made. 
So it's like they're trying to get a lot of stuff to go for the youth, obviously with the elementary school. And then for people to come here, I think there's going to be like be a big conference like type of hall type thing in that hotel. I believe that's what I heard. I'm not I, too sure. I, I think there'll be a conference room. Yeah, there I we don't go. know how actually big it will be, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to put any fake news out there. But <laughs> why not? Everyone else does. Yeah, there we go. Let's let's start let's start our own thing. But uh, no, like stuff like that. It's like I know there's a lot of priorities being mm-hmm. like spread out and stuff, but I don't know. Just having activities for like the younger. And like getting more younger people in type of thing so they could stay right. here. Right. You know, but. All right. Ready your fake news announcement. Go. Uh, we were. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Albert Pavlinek. This is the campus report uh, from the Y Milbank podcast studio in Milbank. Uh, I'm Craig Weinberg sitting, sitting in with a. Uh, with Albert, um, you are more than welcome to come back anytime. Okay, thank you so if much. If you're in town. Yes, if. Oh, and only if. And if you're not, then if you have a decent Skype connection and a microphone that sounds decent, we can do that too. There we go. Um, but anytime you're in town, let's sit down and see. I'm always curious to know what, what's going on at school. We didn't even really get in touch on. Yeah, sorry um, about that. No, it's fine, <laughs> but we really didn't get anywhere into uh, how college was. Thought it would be, did it end up being that... Um, what the atmosphere's like? What's the the community of college? Does it uh, is it what you thought it would be? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll touch upon that next time, and I'll tell you how my RA stuff is doing. How about that? Remote access. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. This is the campus report. Um, one more time. Whymelbank dot com slash podcast, uh, or you can click on the podcast button, and then go to the campus report. We are on iTunes, so if you have an Apple device, you can go subscribe on the iTunes, the podcast app, uh, or if you are one of those people with an Android device still, uh, we are on the Google Play Store. Oh. So we have that option as well. Awesome. So uh, any last thoughts that you want to give the people, the listeners, um, any last words of wisdom from the Alfred? Well, the Alfred has to say that, uh, well, with school and everything, this is what I will touch upon Ooh, for college. Yes, yes. If you're thinking about if the younger high school people just uh follow what you want to do, think about it and maybe dig deep into it, but at the same time just try to do something that you want to do. Yeah, you want to make a lot of money, but life's too short for that, okay? Done. There we go. Thanks for listening. This is the Campus Report. Yeah.